Hymn Stories, a podcast about how our songs of the faith came to be and how they have encouraged, comforted, and strengthened believers like you and me. Hymn Stories is a part of the Media Gratier Podcast Network. My name is Ryan Bush. Reginald Heber was born on April 21st, 1783, to a pastor and his wife in the Malpas Rectory in Cheshire, England. From an early age, Heber had a simple and deep trust in the Lord. Once, on a trip with his family as they passed through the wild and hilly country of Yorkshire, a violent storm came upon them. His mother was frightened and fretting when young Reginald reassured her, Do not be afraid, Mama. God will look after us. Heber was brilliant from early childhood. He devoured books, and as he matured, he also showed a tender, benevolent heart. Once, when he was en route to boarding school, he was so moved by the story of a poor man, he gave him all that he had, which included his funds for books and school fees that year. The next time, his father had the banknotes sewn into the lining of his pockets so that the funds would make it to their intended destination. Heber is probably best known for his hymn, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. This, perhaps the greatest Trinitarian conception and verse ever penned, was dug out of a trunk by his widow after Heber had gathered with a great throng of worshipers around that throne. From early in his ministry, Reginald Heber understood the importance of singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs for the nourishment of the souls in his congregation. He desired to improve upon church singing. He wrote to his friend once, saying, My psalm singing continues bad. Can you tell me where I can purchase Cooper's only hymns to put in the seats? Some of them I admire much, and any novelty is likely to become a favorite and draw more people to join in singing. It's funny that he referred to this hymnal as Cooper's, when, in reality, Newton wrote the vast majority of the hymns in it. I don't know if Heber ever procured copies of the Oni hymns to put in the seats, but I do know that soon after, he decided to start composing his own hymns for use in the church. An immensely popular hymn that was penned by Heber was called From Greenland's Icy Mountains. This one did not have such a weight as holy, holy, holy to find itself on the lips of God's people. Here's how it came about. In 1819, while Heber was serving as rector of Hodnet in Shropshire, a royal letter was sent out to all the parishes of the Church of England that authorized a collection to be taken up for the Society for the Propagation of the Gospel in Foreign Lands. It arrived on a Saturday, Heber happened to be at the home of his father-in-law, Dr. Shipley, because he was to preach at his father-in-law's church the next day at the evening service in the Wrexham Parish. Dr. Shipley asked his son-in-law, Reginald, if he knew of a suitable hymn that could be sung to help promote the special missionary offering. So, Reginald sat down at the table in Dr. Shipley's front room, and he composed the first three verses of the hymn from Greenland's Icy Mountains. Dr. Shipley and the other members of the family were thrilled by it, but Heber felt that it was still incomplete, so he returned to his table and quickly completed the triumphant final verse. Waft, waft, ye winds his story, and you, ye waters, roll, till like a sea of glory it spreads from pole to pole, till o'er our ransomed nature the Lamb for sinners slain, Redeemer, King, Creator, 
in bliss returns to reign. complete the whole hymn, it took about 20 minutes. The next day, the hymn was sung at Wrexham and was found to be a help to the souls of those who first sang it out. A local printer sold thousands of copies of the hymn and it was published in the Evangelical Magazine of July 1821. The original manuscript of the hymn shows that Heber first wrote Savage instead of Heathen in the second stanza, altering it sometime later. Several years after this, in 1823, Reginald Heber moved to Calcutta, India, to serve as a missionary. He died there after three years of service. He was 42 years old. This hymn, while very popular for some time, has vanished from many modern hymnals. It is now considered a period piece by many. Not only are some of the geographical references outdated, but some see in it imperialism and racial overtones. I don't. I see a burning heart for the glory of God among the nations. I think what is truly offensive to people is the idea that cultures and countries that are devoid of Christ are in desperate need. A message that says you must surrender all to Christ or all will be lost goes against that old lie of the devil that people and cultures are inherently good and beautiful on their own. While we can certainly see God's common grace across all lands, we must courageously face the fact that unless His special redemptive grace transforms hearts and families and cultures, what now may appear to be beautiful will one day be a horror. Missionaries aren't culture-destroying westernizers. They are heralds of life. Indeed, there have been many ill-advised efforts to westernize and civilize under the guise of Christianity but may we never throw the baby out with the bathwater. Christ has come, and he has said that no one comes to the Father except through him. He has commissioned those who love him to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teaching them all that he has commanded, from Greenland's icy mountains to India's coral strand, where the heathen in his blindness bows down to wood and stone. We too were once forsaken, heathen without hope, And our gods were our captors. But God, which is rich in mercy, through his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead by sins, hath quickened us together in Christ, by whose grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that he might show in the ages to come the exceeding riches of his grace through his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, 4-7.
thank you for joining me in this episode of Hymn Stories. May the Lord bless you and keep you as you sing and make melody in your heart to Him.